everybody and welcome to episode 25 of the nursing handover you are here with Gigi and Dee and we have another juicy jam-packed episode for you today yeah hey guys how are you all feeling how are you feeling Misty mate do you know what better than last week can't lie Gigi knows why better than last week Mm -hmm. but you know what I'm good I'm good I'm just getting on with what I need to do Everyone knows I'm doing the skipping course, so that's keeping me very busy. And of course, we are in a lockdown ish. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> just Good. getting on, really. And how are you? Because you are like second week of the new role. Second week, going? my new role. Um, I've been more busy this week and it's been a bit more tiresome, which I'm quite thankful about because I can't lie, last week I was kind of twiddling my thumbs. Literally just spinning on chairs, but I'm actually enjoying it. It's definitely what I want to do. I do kind of, I do kind of miss Amy a little bit, but I think it's more so my Amy family I miss. Um, yeah. As everyone knows, everyone who knows me, I absolutely hate, hate, hate new starts and like the induction process. I saying that I don't actually mind starting somewhere new. It's just the induction process. I absolutely yeah. hate because it's like you have to get to know everyone. You've got to watch people do a thousand things that you know how to do like mm-hmm. a million times over. You've got new systems you get to use, you've got to get used to. So like for a lot of you who use Rio, you're all good with Rio. Whereas I came from a background that we use Cerna and EPR and I'm a whiz at that. But Rio, I'm, I can't lie, I'm staring at the computer like, what is this? But don't worry, girl. You'll you'll, you'll be in no time. Sue, once I get my training, I'll be up and running. But no, so far so good. Um, I've got a great team, and I I know it's only week two, guys. So let's see what happens. But um, no, so far it's a great team. I think just starting a new job in Coronaville, Mm -hmm. it's it's not the greatest, but you know, you do what has to be done, and that's really all I'm gonna say. <sighs> but so hey carry on um we are, are gonna get stuck in basically because there's a lot to talk about i kind of feel like as we end another episode the news just rolls in oh for sure like we're literally sending each other things like can you believe this Look what you. are you shocked are you not shocked what is the world coming to you yeah, so the world just is the gift that keeps on giving and we don't mind because it's content, 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 which means we can talk to you more and share our very, very opinionated views. Yeah, and again, guys, um, very much our opinionated views. It's not the views of anyone else but ourselves. So please do not take it anywhere else. Indeed. So, Gigi, mm-hmm. are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> Guys, fasten your seatbelt. If you thought we were passionate last week, this we're one about is to about out. to blow your mind. So, mini, mini recap, but it's to do with today's first topic. So, we are in a lockdown because of the dreaded coronavirus, the big C, COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And in the UK, breaking news dropped last night that there is a vaccine. There is a vaccine by an American company that Pfizer, apparently, no? yep, Pfizer. It's American. I thought it was German, but it's American, mm. and it is ninety percent effective. Really? Who have they tested 90%. this on? Ninety percent. 
apparently they've had a lot of participants. My mum asked the same thing. Who I want to see all the participants. I said, to her, I don't know, mum. Are they but from anyway, the BAME community? I don't know. But I'm not <laughs> getting it, so I don't mind. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so basically, um, so they've the UK I think have ordered forty million. Yeah, but doses. even two doses, no. Yeah, so apparently they've ordered it for almost over half the population. They've ordered that much of an amount. Wait, this is going to make me sound stupid, really stupid. We only have 40 million people in the UK. I haven't got they're like six. There's 66. We'll see, but yeah. of course, I think the priority is going to be those who are vulnerable to go first. So if I'm, if I'm correct, when I watched the news yesterday, mm-hmm. the schedule was going to be the 80 plus first, followed by the social and healthcare workers next. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're saying they think Christmas gift will be the vaccine. Mm. Could be an early, could be an early New Year's gift. Let's see. You know, that's what Boris is teasing us with, and I say tease with a lot of trepidation. Mm-hmm. Um, scientists, from what I've watched on the news, and my my source is Sky News, guys. So no no Daily Mail here. So Sky News have said from the scientists that they've been showing that you know it's possibly more towards ne- early next year so with the hopes that by spring we are back to normal potentially you, apparently normal as in pre-corona or normal what we were living through during the summer no so normal as in if people are vaccinated then they're they're, they're covered in that sense so people can return to normal life because if you if you basically immunize the majority mm-hmm. then it's fine i think that's the rationale that is is coming from it fair um as Gigi said you will need two doses from what they've said and yeah. apparently you need about 14 days is what i saw something about 14 between days two, between the two doses i think so let me just guys don't mm-hmm. quote me i just need to make sure that what i'm saying to you is very legit mm-hmm. because i do not want to be misquoted so like I said, like I said. So it's early results from the world's first effective coronavirus vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, this vaccine has been developed by Pfizer and BioNTech. It's one of the 11 vaccines that are currently in the final stages of testing. Yeah, because there's, there's a few that they've been talking about, but the Pfizer one is all yeah. the main one. So from what we can understand from, this is now from BBC News, again, don't know how much I trust BBC, but that's another another conversation. Mate, it's better um, than Daily Mail. Let's let's just put that out there. <laughs> yeah, for real. So basically, the plan is um, to have a an emergency approval by the end of November, so that they can get it out before Christmas. Yeah, and like I said, early next year. And so, yeah, they've ordered forty million doses, and they said that's enough to vaccinate up to twenty million people, mm-hmm. and everybody will need the two doses for it to work effectively. Um. There's a really big drive for GPs to roll this out. So they've basically um, pushed 150 million into GPs just so they can basically open seven days a week, um, do it in sports, stores, care homes, centres, so that everybody has an opportunity to get Mm -hmm. the vaccine. Um, Yeah. Can I be honest here? 
Bef- yeah, Gigi, this is the time to intercept. Please go for it. <laughs> I feel go like as this is like from the bottom of my heart, me deeply thinking about this. I feel like a lot of us say that we won't get the vaccine, but once they start rolling it out, these will be the same people that are screaming at the top of their lungs. I want it. I want it now. Eh? Eh? Who? Not us. But like I was gonna I, say, I was gonna say no. We're because me and you it. have spoken very deeply about this and it's not happening. We have. But have. I just feel like there's a lot of talk. You know, you get people that be like, I'm not taking it. I know who's been tested on XYZ. And then all of a sudden it's been rolled out and it'd be like, I'm here. I'm, I'm I vulnerable. agree. I'm ready. I agree. But then again, we don't really know the outcomes of this true vaccine. And also, it's the States. Yeah. With all that's been going on recently, how well do we trust them? And do we trust their vaccines? Yeah, 100% true. And I think because everybody knows, I think it's now common knowledge, if you're a health professional or if you've done research beyond what you're spoon-fed on the news, Mm. that a vaccine does not appear overnight. No, not at all. It's got to be trial and tested over a substantial amount of time to truly see whether it's actually effective or not. And I can't like personal preference here. I think coronavirus started legit about a year ago this time or probably even like last September. But anyway, that's Mm, been around for a long time. Yeah. Um, I still think it's very soon to have suddenly come up with a vaccine. I just think it's a quick fix to try and get things back to normal. Yeah, and I don't know it's how another, long. Yeah, and it's another way of, again, Yeah, how can I say, like, you're saving the public, you're making them feel like we've given you this option. Yeah. And you kind of, and I feel like people have to take it because it's the way you're going to get your freedom back. Mm. But then I kind of see this as a bit like with the antibody testing, not testing if you've got active coronavirus. Like, everyone was like, oh, I'm going to test if I've got antibodies, and if I've got antibodies, I'm now immune to it we don't know what this is we don't know how long this immunity will last and for like a good six to eight weeks they were saying that immunity would last like a year whereas now they turn around and said that immunity really only lasts three months so i I just also think how is it feasible you know they're saying here that um the data shows that two doses three weeks apart are needed three weeks apart so why we yeah boy so one at the beginning of the month one at the end and how can you truly facilitate that if we're well, trying to get they're going to put money into it. it. But where, this, so, this also goes into our next topic. Where are they getting this money from? Because um, I... Okay, this news outlet... No, this was this a news... I think this was also from the BBC, but don't quote me. Um, does, have you looked at how much they're spending daily on, like, furlough schemes and everything during corona? Just for him, okay. It's like two billion. Where are we getting this money from? How are we supposed to fund our lifestyles? And it's not even. I'm not talking. I'm not even talking about the lavish lifestyles. I'm talking about our normal everyday life. And now you want to get money to throw into these immunizations. Where is this money coming from? Because next year we are going to have to pay and pay big time. Mate, it's coming from Rishi's briefcase. Anyone doesn't know who Rishi is, Rishi is the Chancellor of the Exchequer and he handles the budget for the UK. And somehow, my guy has turned coins into paper and he's making it rain everywhere. 
it just seems like well we already know the the beautiful economic crash of 2021 is, a, is upon us um i just don't know how we're going to come back from this and i'm not i'm not definitely i'm not talking personally i'm talking as a full-on economy if you're spending two billion or so per day you know, actually you know what i'm gonna check that before i start quoting figures and they're not true uh It's, it's just crazy. I mean, the, the concern greatly is are they going to hike the taxes up in this country to pay back the money that's been used? How do we get out of debt? Because I think we're heading for the Great Depression. Oh, you know? sure. We, our unemployment rates are terrible, of course. You have half the nation sat on 80% of furlough. You have businesses who are open and then closed one minute the next. And then here you go. Here's a gift for the vaccine. I mean, I just don't know. Honestly. Okay, so quoting The Guardian, this was early September, they're saying so far they've spent 210 billion. Jesus. Did we even have that in the first place? Where are we getting this sort of money from? Honestly, I need somebody to holler at Rishi. Someone. That whole party. Rishi. And talk some sense. No, talk, talk, talk to Rishi because, mate, Rish, yeah, Rishi Sanak, what is in that red box, boy? Because I'd love some. Oh, for Can't sure, I? like the NHS would, and I don't mean for for for, you know, items. I mean for our pay rise because we work very hard. Yeah, I mean, one thing I want, I want is okay. You have a vaccine. What are the side effects? Mm-hmm. How are those side effects going to be managed? Yeah. What is, what is the protocol for this vaccine? Is it mandatory? Is it optional? Mm-hmm. What happens if you don't want to have this vaccine? These are all things that I think need to be put out into the atmosphere so people can digest and make yeah. proper informed decisions. I think it's quite lackadaisical to just throw this kind of information out there because you're giving people false hope. Because if it's not ready, when you say it's going to be ready, you're going to dash people's hopes and dreams of any kind of freedom. Because a lot of people definitely feel locked up right now. A hundred percent. And I can't lie to you, Boris is the gift that keeps on giving in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. In the sense that since this thing started, he's been promising this vaccine since. Before it was even found. Yeah, since look at him, I'm even looking at him on the TV now. Like, <laughs> since he's been promising this vaccine, so my worry is, is that can you really deliver? Can you really produce something safe? Can you trust the origins of where this has come from? And also, will people who refuse to have it be given the same respect as those that want to have it? Yeah, so yeah, I just think there's a lot of right now there's a lot of questions like i was speaking to my dad about it a few weeks ago and he was like well if it's been tested uh, he'd be willing to have it but then my argument is do we know the side effects do we know what the long-term side effects of this could cause Mm -hmm. this is an unknown virus that has come out well it was man-made but anyway but this essentially was an unknown virus that has come out of for example raw meat or wherever and it has literally spread like wildfire through the entire world. 
mm-hmm. and killed so many how can we be so sure that this particular vaccine is going to work and if it doesn't work what are we going to do with all those wasted vaccine and money that we've spent just gets added onto our debt it's just so yeah i mean like i said i'm all for preventative measures mm-hmm. i'm all for things that are tried and tested and are, are deemed reliable and valid I want this to end. I want people to resume some kind of normality. I love, I'd want us to look back on this year and think we all survived in some capacity, mm-hmm. be it through hardship, be it through success, be it through a lot of impassioned moments, but we've survived. Yeah. But I don't want people to be suckered into something because they feel it's their only option. Yeah. Um, so I do hope the government work with NHS England and work with public health to... To, if they are going to promote it as some people should have, mm-hmm. then it should be done properly. There should be no secrets. There should be should be very transparent. I think that's the least the British people deserve is transparency yeah. when it comes to their protection. Hundred percent. Oh boy, because I just think it's a bit. The news has happened. The news is here, but it's just like, mm-hmm. and now everyone's kind of going crazy for it. Yeah, and literally people are. And the funniest thing is very interesting among healthcare professionals because a lot of people that I have spoken to who are healthcare professionals are so uneasy about it. Big time. You know, I've not spoken to anyone that's confident enough to say, yep, I will definitely take that vaccine. So it'll be very interesting. And that's why I think it's very difficult for us because you're supposed to be trailblazers, you're supposed to be role modeling certain things. You're meant to support the government initiative. You're meant to, you know, However, take the lead. But saying that, Diane, I also need to be confident in what I'm I'm putting out there, and I'm not confident mm-hmm. in this. Very, very true. And yeah, I I definitely agree with you. If I can't take it, why would I tell someone else to take it? Yeah. You know, my duty of care there is questionable because I should be given something that is evidence based, that's been well backed up that I believe is going to benefit my client or patient's health. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. And also we're people like step out of our nurses role. We are still people and still citizens and still have the right to not want something just because we stand in a professional position. Yeah. So, um, vaccine verdict out of 10, how likely are you to take it? Gigi? Zero. <laughs> Like, I, I said it from the get-go no <laughs> that's it just no like all these talks during the first wave inverted commas about it's going to be trial out to healthcare workers and people of the BAME community no to me I can't lie deep down it sounds like you want to exterminate us and I'm not about it if I'm honest okay so that's your vaccine verdict what my vaccine you? verdict is zero bordering minus one um <laughs> Purely because, yes, I just believe that it's not been tested long enough and it's a quick fix option to reopen up the world. And if we think the NHS are overwhelmed now, if it goes wrong, it's going to be 100 times worse because you will have injected staff as well as civilians. We can't, there's no antidote for. Like, I can't lie, I don't think it's been tested long enough. And also, I'm not trying to grow a random tail. Like, I don't know what's going to be the outcomes of this vaccine. Just because it worked, again, like I said, just because it worked in the States, things will work in the UK differently. Like, we have different air, for example. Like, Just just to add, they have tested it in other countries. 
They have. Yeah, no. Yep. They have. They've tested it in Turkey. They've tested it in gosh, where have the countries gone? But it's not just been in it's so it's an American based drug, but it has been tested in other countries. Yeah, I'm still not for it, I can't lie. So like your like, vaccine verdict. Yeah, like I'm being honest, I'm not even I don't even usually take the flu vaccine right now and I know people are gonna come for, may come for me for this I'm not someone that takes the flu vaccine I have taken it this year but usually I wouldn't because I had it one time especially like that's it I'm not sure if you remember but I had it one time in uni and it was horrific and I said to myself why would I put myself through that ever again well if you're not sick why have it they say it's a preventative measure like no let's put it this way if I'm sick, I go to the GP or I go to A&E. I wouldn't just wander in there when I'm well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, that's my take on it. So everybody's vaccine verdicts are between minus one and zero. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely put a vaccine verdict poll out because mm-hmm. I would love to hear everybody's vaccine verdicts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we shall watch this space. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we'll be we will be updating you guys with what happens in the UK. Yeah. If 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 it does get rolled out by Christmas. I don't know, there's a part of me that doesn't think it will happen before Christmas because there's a lot May. of things going on. But I, I I with how we're talking about it, it possibly could be here latest by March. Possibly. Well, you know what? Let's as see. As long as as long as the people that want it can have it. Yeah, that's really all that so matters. I, so I can, so I can be free as selfish as it sounds. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is what it is, people. So for yes, sure. guys, watch out for the vaccine verdict. We're gonna be finding out what you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but moving on to that, I'm not sure if well, most of you may have seen Pretty Patel's amazing post about immigration in the UK and let me just get this up because I on my personal Instagram you may have seen how triggered this has made me feel because I just think this woman is silly like does she not look in the mirror but anyway that's just my views Jerry's views let me get this up Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, hold on. When you have things ready, then you just don't want to load when it's time to bring about it. Mm. So Pretty Patel has just made, or just a bill has just been passed in ending free movement in the UK, so that pretty much people from people can come here based on the skills they have that will essentially inverted commas make our country great again i i can't even <laughs> i don't even know where to start with this because i can't lie i this makes me feel angry the uk has always been a sort of place that people come to for like i want to that people dreamed had for example pavements paved with gold I'm not making sense. Say that again, girl. 
the UK has always been a place that people have dreamed that have pavements full of gold and stuff like that and like wish for a new life and it's been the place that people have been able to come to because we have free movement and we and you know people have come they've settled they've created lives here I just think it's very insensitive to suddenly say you're shutting your borders to people who don't essentially have the skills you want, whereas you may have never been through some of the things that people have been through. As, for example, like being refugees from war-torn countries. As we've seen, like people make that trek, for example, along the Sahara Desert and so forth and throughout Europe to come to the UK and risk their lives to make for a better life for themselves and for their families and they may they may not have had the chance to be able to amount to anything where they're from and all they want to do is better their lives and you have now decided you want to put, put an end to that but at the end of the day both me and diane we come from immigrant families amen say it loud and proud if free movement wasn't allowed then would we be here to tell our stories would we be here now nursing doing so much more in our lives and even our parents have gone on to do such great things i just think you know what? i can't lie do you know what do you know what yeah mm. when i read that today i just thought to myself how flipping dare you miss pretty p are mm. you mad how the hell do you think you're where you are? Because, mate, I don't think you were born, your mum was born in King's College. Of course not. I don't think your mum was born at, down the River Thames. No, they bloody well weren't. So how bloody dare you? How? How do you even begin to, with confidence to stand up and smile and say and that say statement? This. With your chest. With your, with your whole chest. chest. As you guys can tell, clearly me and Diane have the same views with this, like, oh, there's so much more I could say that I really just need to hold back. You know what? You know what? She's so silly. She's so silly. And it makes me so angry because people like this, girls girls should aspire to be where she is because she's done well for herself. So I'm not going to knock her and say she hasn't. But But. how are you going to decimate the system that helped you get there? Well, she doesn't care. She's made it now. She doesn't care about the rest of us. She cares about herself. You know, the rich, for example, if we go back to like Marxism and the bourgeoisie, the rich want to keep themselves rich and essentially make the poorer poorer. She doesn't care about us. She's very mad. Which I don't get. It's like, what, does she not care about her own family and her own values, where they've come from and how they got here? Guys, man, pretty is not pretty. Because it's like she came here to prove a point, like a bull in a china shop, and not she's not even doing it with finesse. She's doing it with such annoyance. Even to see her face, yeah, you get annoyed. Big time. Like I, I so want to know what you guys think about this, and even in terms for nursing, like nursing is such a career that I can't lie. It's funded by a lot of immigrants, whether you have a skill or not. For example, like me and Diana are first generation immigrants, meaning that our parents weren't born here. And I I don't know about your parents, but I can say when mine came, they didn't where they are now, they didn't think they would be 
if that makes sense mm-hmm. and like we've come out we've we're here now we've grown we've gone to uni and gained these skills and look where we are now we're also in places that I don't know about you but I never thought I'd be a nurse and we've gained these sorts of skills so how dare you now want to shut those gates and those opportunities to those other people or like you said as a woman as a and as a female you aspire to be in that position not necessarily the same party xyz but be able to have such power and authority and then this is what you do with it like do you not sit there and think oh maybe I should be a bit more open or xyz I don't know this the whole story the whole thing about it just really makes me angry I think it's very insensitive because I I highly doubt she's been a child soldier who's been rescued and brought to somewhere for a better for a better life or something like that the the, the thing about it is is when you have a government celebrating openly celebrating the end of free movement there's something very wrong there for sure well let's just hope that in the next elections people vote for the inverted commas the right party let's let's put it this way not even party because (laughs) the way this pandemic has been handled by the tories the conservative government in the uk within them i don't know how they're gonna stand united because i'm sure when it comes to the nitty-gritty the very fine minute details Mm. there's going to be people trying to shove people under the bus 110 percent of course and people like pretty patel she thinks that she's sitting pretty and she's safe and she's secure pretty patel thinks that because she's british born and she's british babe look at yourself yeah (laughs) look very well at yourself look at boris and look at yourself no matter how British you think you are, no matter if your bum touched the pavement in England cold, you, they, they don't see you like them. And, and somebody might hear this and say, how dare she say that? But I'm very sorry. If this year has shown us anything, you need to be very careful where you pit yourself to be. Yeah. You know, someone like her could have been a trailblazer for people of her background. Mm. And she could have made sure that she open up those doors yes her argument is about skill and people coming in who are skilled and i think a point system or something like that Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day who is it helping how are you helping is it even necessary right now to do this of all times right now i don't think that's the time look at everything else that's going on and this is what you want to implement i'm sorry like you said there's the gift that keeps giving they are they just that we don't they, you know you know when they tell you that santa's at your door and you don't want to open the door for him but he's there he mm. refuses to go that's the tories that is okay. the tories let's see what happens in our next elections i just think looking at it all it's just it's just wild we're living in a time where the unpredictability is 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 off the charts in a sense of you don't know what's going to happen next anything can happen Mm. Um, I feel like Boris has no control over his parliament, like n- over his party. They can do whatever they want, literally. Yeah. Um, I don't think he knows what's going on half the time. 
boy you know he can't even get to a hairdresser so how does he even know what's going on my guy can't even style the hair properly so how does he even understand what they're doing you know um i definitely think come the next election manifestos need to be read they need to be screened people need to understand truly what they choose and how it's going to impact not just them but the future to come yeah um and in terms of like, I think while we're so impassioned about free movement, and if people understand what it actually means, do you understand what it means, Gigi? Free movement is, well, to me, isn't it to do with, for example, letting people, well, essentially letting people come into the country like we have yeah. done all this time, whether they have skills or not. So, yeah, so that's definitely part of it. Um, so, basically, what Preeti has said is that by passing this immigration bill, um, it means that the rights of British citizens to live, work, travel and retire freely across the European, Re- European Union has come to an end today. Today being the 9th of November. <laughs> Wait, if you're a British citizen, so we can't yeah. go anywhere. So um, she has said that free movement will end on the 31st of December this year. And she truly believes that she has delivered on the will of the British people. I hope she's, honestly, I hope she can sleep tonight. Mate. And I hope that this also comes to bite her in the bum. It's, it's, do you know what? (laughs) Yeah. Imagine, in this last week alone, look at what has happened. Not in the last week alone, in the last few days, look what has happened. It's, it's, it's the, it's, you know what it is? It's the confidence that the Tories have to pass such bills and smile about it afterwards. I think that's, that's what's so sickening and so disappointing. But at the same time, are we even surprised? No. No, not at all. Like you said, look at how coronavirus was handled and other things have been handled this year. No. Yeah doesn't shock me doesn't surprise me that they've come out with something like this boy i don't know what else i can say on it because it just the whole situation just angers me it does but i can't lie to you if if there's anything we can say to anybody listening that's a uk listener is you should be empowered to care about how your country is governed because Mm -hmm. if you've learned anything this year and i think that's a a running phrase that you're going to hear throughout this year for the podcast that we we, we record is there is no time like the present to Mm -hmm. take charge of your life there is no time like the present to be involved and make things your business because you have a decision that is very important you may believe that well me not going to vote for that one person does not matter it matters big time Mm -hmm. you know and also talk following on from that as we have also seen this week Boris has given the green light for um and for Marcus Rash oh, I can never say his name properly. Marcus, Marcus Radford, his implementation of essentially feeding those who are unable to do so. Yes. So Marcus Rashford basically announced that Boris gave him a phone call and they had a very meaningful conversation about the importance of child food poverty Mm -hmm. and Boris has done a U-turn and has basically 
found, found, guys, 170 million extra funding for free school meals. Wait. don't get me wrong i'm thankful because we, we everyone online all sorts have been doing a lot for this especially the last half term and i think you know they got a lot of stick when we found out who voted for and against providing hot meals for these families mate and i, I can't lie it just seems so surreal because the MPs have their food and all that reimbursed, but yet they don't want to give, they don't want to give to the children. Forget about essentially the poor, the children. You don't want to see children eat and you can sleep up, you can sleep up at night. As you can see, I, I, all of this is just triggering me. Like I'm so angry. However, I'm happy because, you know, he's giving the money now, but with your whole chest, if the country weren't behind you and watching what you were doing, you would you would not do it. I mean, my issue is, yeah, why must people apply pressure for you to use common sense? But this is what I mean. Like, how you know, sad must you all be? It's because your kids eat good and because your, your kids live in the 1% who don't know suffering, who don't know poverty who don't know struggle, it's okay. But the other children that have only known strife all their life, who are being the who are the real victims of the pandemic because of the vulnerabilities that they're being exposed to. Yeah. And what do you do? You knock them while they're down and you say, Do you know what? There is no money for you. And you even took a vote on it. Boy. I mean, make it make <laughs> sense. In it's not do you know what I mean? Like it's not making sense. Suddenly there's money for it. So why wasn't why wasn't there money for it last week then? Again, you're asking the wrong person. You know? When, when all of this was going on, the last two and a half weeks or however long, you all said no. And like Diane said, now the country's applied pressures. Now when you want to be like, pull out, I'm going to pull out my checkbook. So, so suddenly you've realised that the government don't like you now. So I'm going to talk to Marcus, tell him I've secured some money and all's right with the world. No. No. Sorry, no. So, and then, do you know what makes me more mad, actually? I'm even going off topic now. Mm. What makes me more angry is he could find 170 million because he's now changed his mind and realised what a twat I look by denying children free school meals. You haven't even paid nurses. No. But, Diane, they don't care about us. They don't care about nurses. This we already got, which is, it hurts my heart because I think nurses and those who also work in healthcare... Man. Like, really? <laughs> they don't care. As we have seen, again, like you said, this year alone has shown us, has literally come out and shown us on a clear piece of paper what our government does for us and what it doesn't. Guys, guys, if I, if I, can, if I can employ you to do anything, do not sleep on Tories. Don't. Because when you wake up, you'll be sleep. You'll be floating in River Thames on a mattress. Don't. Honestly. Don't do it. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, our topics today have really riled me up. 
even talking to Diane before we started recording, I was I, I've been riled up just about what what we've been talking about because, like Diane says, make it make sense. You know, but common sense you don't have. It's not people have to embarrass you and humiliate you and basically tell you how cruel you look before you sit down and twiddle your hair and realize, oh, do you know what? Maybe that was a wrong move. Even taking it to a vote in Parliament, even voting on whether kids should eat or not, was wrong. That should never, ever, ever have happened. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Guys, like Gigi said, it's a very passionate topic. I can't lie to you. A lot of the things that are happening are, thi- are things that I look at and I think, wow, like we're actually living through this. We're having to watch this. We're seeing children suffer like this. And you're sometimes powerless to an extent because you're thinking, I can donate to a food bank. I can donate to a charity. I can repost restaurants that are offering free food. But the real people who have the opportunity to make a difference are refusing to do it. That's so, so where, do we go, where do we go from here? It is. <laughs> it really is. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <sighs> guys, <laughs> guys, yeah? We could be here all night talking about this stuff. All night. Like I know most of what we have said have not has not been nursing related, but it 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 comes into play, I think, for everyone, personally, career wise, everything, every angle. Because this this is what we live day in and day out. Mm-hmm. So it affects us whether you want to like it or not, it affects us. It will affect it if it, it, it does affect us and it will continue to affect us until we make a change definitely and people need to be brave enough and people need to feel empowered Mm. to have these kind of discussions um which is the reason why we're having these conversations the reason why we use our platform because though we're professionals yes we Mm -hmm. have a very we have opinions and we may not always agree and they may differ from the narrative that we're supposed to follow Mm -hmm. but that's what makes us all so unique yeah um and that's why we love doing this because it's a chance, an outlet to talk about things that you're passionate about with with no holds barred, I guess. Yeah. So with all that being said, you've all probably seen the news, which is we finally have a new president, a new, well, not us, the States, have a new, have newly elected a new president, a new party, which means Donald Trump is out. And... I just want to say it's quite nice to see a woman, one, a woman, and two, a woman of colour be in such a yeah. high position because this is something that we don't really get to see and to be seen at this particular level, I think is great. And even like what we said about Pretty Patel, like she's in such, she's, in, she's, she's worked so hard, essentially, it's like I'm praising her for what she's done when really truly I disagree. But if you look at where she is, it's somewhere that you'd want to aspire to be. Definitely. In terms of having people look up to you, because again, it's not often that someone of colour is in these positions and, you know, we are changing the narrative. Again, despite the the party she she works for and believes in, she's made it. And I think, if anything, we we have to encourage our our children 
who are going to come past and, and surpass us that the world legit is their oyster and wherever you're from regardless of what pretty pretty patel and the conservative conservative party think wherever you're from you can do what you want and make mm-hmm. it worth your while that's my little note that i'll leave you with <laughs> thank you girl thank you for that for the knowledge and for the inspiration because that's what it is yeah anything is possible do not limit yourself yeah i just think it's nice like i said regardless of who she is it's just nice to see someone else who isn't a traditionally white old man mm-hmm. in these in these places breaking those barriers mm-hmm. one step at a time let's see what 2021 holds with all that is to come amen and yeah on that note of the amen (laughs) (laughs) we are going to love and leave you yes Um, yeah as always thank you for tuning in staying loyal and joining the conversation Mm -hmm. um we love to hear from you we love to hear your opinions we love your feedback yeah so you know what to do like share and subscribe <laughs> and hit us up on our email address our group email address is at the nursing handover podcast at gmail.com and if you want to hit and that's also the same for our instagram page it's the nursing handover podcast and you, if you want to hit us up privately you've got me jerry my instagram handle is jellybean with three l's and two a's and for diane it's dd Lutz with a Z at the end and mm-hmm. tune in, tell a friend to tell a friend to have a listen. Please guys keep dropping us your feedback. It's super great to hear from you. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you for rocking with us and see you next week. <laughs>